Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Chris and Andre Show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with The Big Rant. Last week, well, I should say, the one we published most recently from like three weeks ago was on (laughs) politics. And thanks to some leakage and some bad decisions by some people in some very high places, we're back on politics again this week. Uh, As you may have guessed, the topic of discussion is the leak from the Supreme Court of the United States regarding their what seems to be inevitable overturning or overruling of Roe v. Wade and uh, was it Casey versus Planned Parenthood, um, where it looks like states are going to have the right to choose whether or not abortion is legal within their states. Um, yeah, with that being said, I don't really want to go first. So, <laughs> well, I um, I heard a, a, a former Republican Congresswoman speak about this and. I think I texted you guys, like while I was listening to her uh, her comments, she said something we said before. How can this pro-life group be the same group that was talking about freedom, uh, liberties, and mask, right? Yep. And just the hypocrisy in the GOP. The bigger issue for me is not that part. It's more or less the uh, dysfunction of the Supreme Court. Uh, It's only had, in my recollection, there's only been a few good decisions in the the Supreme Court that picked up the slack from crappy legislation of Mm -hmm. states and civil rights. uh, Yeah, Brown versus the Board of Education. Brown, yeah. There's like there's a handful. I don't. I'm not an attorney, but I think Roe versus Wade has always been a band aid. Like to be quite honest with you, absolutely. Um, I will also say that the the conservative viewpoint on abortion has been a political toy for like well over 50 years because they couldn't keep black people out of schools that was the 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 fundamental shift in in our national politics it went from segregation to abortion so I, i don't even think it's an argument but I do believe that it's somebody's. It should be somebody's choice of what they do. I don't have to necessarily agree or disagree with what they do. Right. That's not the point. I do think that my only standpoint is I think that abortion should not be a form of birth control. That's it. Agreed. But ultimately, like you said, like it's it's an individual's choice, right? Yep. Like that is up to them and the impact like they get to weigh the decisions just like people who didn't want to wear masks or who didn't want to get vaccinated had the opportunity to weigh the the risks and the benefits and everything that went along with it and make that choice on their own like you know ultimately i mean and like obviously abortion is not the same as like putting on a mask in most cases right i mean you think it is. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, like, there are, I mean, look, there's a, the potential that you could draw some parallels there and that, like, you don't wear a mask, you put are, you are potentially taking somebody else's life because you've now infected them with a virus that ultimately kills them. Like, right. I, you know, I personally, like, I lost my grandma two years ago at the end of 2020 because she had been had had to be put into an assisted living facility somebody one of the staff brought 
you know, COVID into the assisted living facility. She went to the hospital with COVID and eventually died from complications resulting from COVID. Like, I think it was pneumonia and a number of other, you know, things like that, that had kind of built up to the point where they, I mean, there was nothing that they could do for her. And this was well before we had a vaccine or any real like treatments that were readily available to anybody. Um, and so, you know, like in that regard, I can kind of see where you could say like, yeah, okay. Wearing a mask could potentially take a life just like choosing to get an abortion is ultimately like, you know, choosing to take a life. Um, but that being said, I still think that it is a person's choice. It is up to them whether or not that's something that they want to do. The fact that across the board, these GOP states are either already enacting or ready to enact laws that would have absolutely no exceptions for rapes, incest, like any of these extenuating circumstances and force women to give birth to to carry to full term these children and then be completely unresponsible for it at that point. You know, there's there's no free health care or there's there's no, you know, efficient and affordable child care. There's no health care. There's no, you know, any of this stuff that goes along with what it actually takes to bring a child into this world and to raise them to be a successful functioning member of society. They're perfectly fine with anything and well, everything happening to that child after that point. The, the but, one thing you missed out of your statement was yep. it's not like to have the opportunity to or the choice, opportunity and or choice to be a functional uh, contributing member to society. Um, that is, I, I'm trying to look at it outside of the partisan debate, right? Mm-hmm. And trying to be as neutral as I, as I can possibly be. I don't think there's an out. I, I think that what what's going to conspire or transpire because of this decision, if it, it's the one they actually present. Right. They may get scared shitless and decide that we don't want to. Yeah, we want to. We, we stri- don't want to rock ultimately. Yeah, we don't want to strike down the court uh, decision, or we want to strike down the court's decision in Mississippi. Uh, that's that's what they're weighing this against. Because as I've said before, there's probably not a lot of mathematical reasons why there is a heavy GOP presence in some of the states that we're talking about. Right. They're, they're, except, except for gerrymandering. But I can almost guarantee you this. If the, the Supreme Court passes this law, this will be the oh shit moment that Democrats have probably been waiting for. Like, regardless of how people feel about our president, they have actually gotten pretty lucky. This could be the, the next lucky one where they're going to they're gonna have an opportunity to keep the House keep Congress and hopefully keep some campaign promises. But if this does pass, that's it. That's like, that just puts a nail in the coffin for like national uh, races and Republicans. If this does pass, it may strengthen states that are, I, I guess the term is purple and make them more blue. Now, the states that are, like, completely gerrymandered up, that's going to be a longer fight. But this could be the nail in the coffin for the GOP. Now, the MAGA party, I don't know. But the GOP in general, this could kill them. I don't think anybody in the GOP, they're not talking about this. They're talking about the leak. 
Yeah. They don't give a That's crap true. about the potential of what could happen with the Supreme Court. Well, they're, they're trying to, about to draw loop. attention away from it, ultimately, right? Like, I think that that's, that's the GOP's standpoint on this, is it's like, no, let's not focus on what, what the decision is or what it might be. Let's focus on why we're hearing about this at all. Like, the idea that they but want the Supreme Court to basically be... First of all, this is our government. Be, this is our yeah. government. Why shouldn't we hear about it? Oh, oh I, that, that's exactly where I was going with it, so thank you. Um, the fact that they want this to be some, like, secret you know, behind closed doors meeting where they get to decide, these nine people get to decide exactly what it is with no feedback or input from anybody else on any of this stuff. And I do understand that to some degree, like that's what we have have be created the Supreme Court to become, right? As like the arbiter of these massive decisions. Sure. And we just they have to go with whatever it is that they want to do uh, or whatever it is that they decide. And yet when given the opportunity democrats how like how many times over the last 50 years since roe v wade was was ruled on have democrats owned not owned but controlled the senate the house and the presidency uh, i'd say Pla four okay that's four opportunities that they missed to codify roe v wade or abortions rights women's rights into law and instead sat on the laurels of winning a supreme court case for what for why uh, because we have we've let our elected officials become and morph into an elected class. It's something that like, ultimately isn't going to impact them, right? No, we GOP no, senators let, from red states will fly their mistresses or whoever it is to states that have abortion available to get an abortion. Sure. And will essentially be exempt from any laws that even would allow them to be prosecuted. Which is stuff that I and I like. I don't want to get into the fear mongering of what could be. Like I, I'm, I'm struggling mightily with that right now because there is a lot of this. Like, well, if they're going to do this, then they're going to take away. You know, like, what was it? Uh, Louisiana, I think, has a law now that's uh, that is ready to pass or going to the. Uh, maybe it wasn't Louisiana, so I'm sorry if I'm wrong on this. But that would essentially outlaw in vitro fertilization. Why? Why is the argument that if God didn't want you to have a child, you shouldn't get to have a child so that those people can adopt other people's children, but they can't create their own. But these, like, these are the same people that don't adopt. Right. Like, oh, so, yeah. I mean, I understand that. It's like, <laughs> so I'm, 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 not, I'm actually at a loss on this argument of pro-life. Like I'm not like sh I'm not pro-life. I'm just pro. Don't be stupid. Uh Pro-life means nothing to me because we have police officers that can kill people at will. We have uh, pharmaceutical companies that are not held to account for uh, the overdosing of America. You have the we death have, penalty. We have the death penalty. <laughs> and yet, you know, actually, those I literally are heard a state. I heard right. somebody from Oklahoma say that for rape, the person should love the kid and they're going to kill the person that raped her. Yeah, because they have capital punishment in Oklahoma. I'm and like, that's okay. Wait a minute. We can kill the rapist, but she can't get an abortion, and she has to have to literally have a living reminder of that rape around her at all times, or has to give it up for adoption and know to some degree that that child has a really good chance of having a really crappy life. Like he probably has a crappy life. He or she has a crappy life anyways. But, but it's but we're looking at but I also I do believe in the under the, the argument of we're trying to 
we're trying we're not trying to solve this the the root cause right yeah. there's As a lot usual. of things yeah there's a lot of things that you know could lead to uh an unplanned pregnancy but there's also things that are unmitigated such as like it could be a health issue it could be it could be rape it could be incest or, but we're we're all focused on the like a vast majority of the abortions don't happen to the latter it happens to the former and, and it's like it's people that live in underserved communities where they're lower income where they're you know there aren't a lot of opportunities it's not going to affect the middle and upper middle class right uh people of this country less access to birth control less access to uh sex education or at least like decent sex education right i mean like yeah. you have you have pe teachers that are responsible for teaching and i'm not saying pe teachers are bad people i'm just saying that like you know when it <sighs> you can have a pe teacher who's perfectly qualified to teach sex ed but i'm just saying like not all of them are that you have a teacher just... like the one in uh, i think it was west virginia that was he just got arrested for taking uh nude photos of the students in the locker room yeah I mean, there's, a, there's a lot of things broken with what we call our uh, preventative measures in our society I, I think the Supreme Court is just I, I this this is a hard thing to say. I find it very hard for us to sit here as a country and indict like countries that we have that, 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 that they're our opposition. Yeah. we have the same problems. <laughs> I really, I really I mean, find it very, and I'm yeah. not saying any names. I'm just saying, like, when you sit back and sit on the bench and watch and say, "But we kind of do the same thing as a country." Like, how can we, how can we throw all these stones? I'm not saying what they're doing is right, but right. low key, we're doing the same stuff. So how can, like, exactly? It's not that what they're doing is right. It's that we are doing the same wrong shit. Right. I mean. Pick your poison, right? Uh, that I I don't think abortion is like I I don't. It's not my decision. It's not. I'm not. In, I'm not part of the two people that are having that child. Right. And I'll be and honest. And neither is the Supreme Court. Just to be clear, I, right? Or I any GOP so, senator. I don't. Unless the 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 man is solely not participating in that decision. There's. It's nobody else's business. Like it's it's their it's their conversation, and I don't think a woman should be. I, I don't I don't personally believe that a, a woman or a man, like singularly, without decide both deciding what the outcome should be. I, I think that's wrong also. Um, but we don't we never talk about that. No, we we don't. We rarely we rarely hear anything about that, and that's that's a tricky one. I will admit, like. Granted, okay, we are two and maybe a third. I don't know. Joe hasn't participated much in this conversation. So. I'm letting you guys talk because for me, it's a no-brainer. It's if any if there's any discussion that would hurt another party for the benefit of another party's ego, it's that's corruption. Like th there's no reason that should even be allowed. There shouldn't even be a discussion. If you have a problem with it, take that up on your own personal time. Don't make other, don't force other people to conform to it. If if abortions abortions became a legal state funded thing across the board, it, it it wouldn't drastically change much other than you'll see a slight initial spark of actual reported abortions mm -hmm. versus illegally non-reported abortions. Right, and so I'm like, just get over your your whether you're religious, whether you're political, whatever. 
just because you feel like it shouldn't be legalized doesn't mean it has any impact on you. You're you would still wake up the next morning thinking, I don't need an abortion. I don't even need to think about it. But the people who do need an abortion for health reasons, for mental reasons, for financial reasons, they need access to that ability so that you won't cause future generational disparity. <clears throat> you know, as much as people I, don't want to agree to this, having one kid at the worst possible, at a bad time in your life could could keep you in that uncomfortable it's you know environment going forward. I I there are some parts of that argument I I disagree with. Like I don't think it, like having a child even if you're you know like it's not a financial decision. Like you you're you do the deed, right? Like and you've done the deed without any type there's a lot there's a lot of nuance to that conversation. And I there think is. it's very yeah, exactly. that's part of the think, problem ultimately, right? Yeah. Is and that I, and I think it's that, not a straightforward A B conversation. Like that's not But I think I think it's because people get too mixed up in that nuance that they forget that it really doesn't impact everybody. It's it's gonna impact a percentage of the populace more beneficial than not. Because there's a there's a a judgmental viewpoint thinking that oh now that we legalize abortions so everybody's gonna, gonna get to an club. abortion yeah so and so is gonna go to club not use protection get pregnant get abortion like that's yeah there will be a very small percentage of people that do that but uh, you know I hate to tell you the truth on this it's not like you can get a thousand abortions done to you in a lifetime your your body will eventually degrade to the point where you can't physically have that happen anymore and, and I don't so, I, I just <laughs> I, I I wish that the conversation was had in its entirety as opposed to the sound bites, yeah. right? Um, yeah. Because I think that is the part where a lot of people just don't want it. They don't feel comfortable having the conversation. Like, I'm 100% okay saying, like, yeah, having kids, even when you have a job and things are okay, it's expensive. It is. Right? Yeah. But do you get an abortion because... It's, you know, having a child's expensive. It's expensive at any point in your life, right? Um, but you can make it work. Like, I made it work, you know? Uh, so and so I, I don't, I, I wouldn't agree with that part of the argument. I, I would also wouldn't say that, like, there's a lot of things about the conversation that we're just not talking about. Where, I'm not saying ban abortions. I'm saying, like, we're not having the whole, we're not having the conversation in its entirety. Like, I, I have no people that have had to, where somebody decided they were getting an abortion and the other person wasn't okay with that. So, that's not right. That's not fair. There's That's not consent. That's a bias. I also feel that, yeah, woman, we shouldn't take away a woman's right, but we should also not take away, like, if there's two people that cause that baby to get, you know, to come into existence, we can't eliminate the other person's rights either. Um, there's a lot of nuance and I don't have an answer to a lot of it. And I'm just saying, like, if it happens, if the Supreme Court decides this is the path they want to take, all of this is accelerate, like, the demise of the Republican Party. That's literally all that will do. There will be some states standing that will be solely red, uh, BS, like, conserv conservative, whatever, bullshit states. And people are going to leave those states. It's just, it's just gonna happen. What's gonna happen when nobody really wants to go to Mississippi? Like literally, for all the right reasons. Who wants to go to Mississippi? Now? It's a welfare state anyway. <laughs> when nobody wants to go to uh, Alabama, 
It's a welfare state anyway. When nobody wants to go to West Virginia, it's a welfare state anyway. I, I don't know. I struggle with that argument only because I think that there's a lot of people who would like to leave but don't necessarily have the means to do so. Sure. Don't I don't disagree with that. I'm just saying that over time, those those welfare states will eat themselves. It was shocking to me to hear um, another Democratic governor <laughs> having to fight with his Republican state house. And I can't remember which state it was. Um, gosh, it's a southern state. But I'm like, how does this keep happening? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> the whole state doesn't want to deal with that, obviously, because they keep uh, they keep right. electing Democratic governors, but they get strangled by this this minority ruling party. So I, you know, like we've talked about that a bunch, and not to get completely off the subject, but I do. I had the same thought or was thinking along those lines and wondering, but then how do we end up with like North Carolina having two Republican senators, right? Like that's not done by gerrymandering. That's not done. Yeah, that's is. just, it is. Have you looked, have you looked at the districts? Yeah. Well, no, what I'm talking about senators, U S senators, they don't represent a specific I, district. I'm, they represent the state. Yeah. But they get elected because of gerrymandering. It, I mean, the, is there the an way electoral districts, college kind of thing done that's at the, the state way those level districts that I'm missing? Are, the way, yeah, the way those districts are cut up, they're cut up to always lean Republican. No matter still, how you... But I thought that U.S. senators voted within the states were done by popular vote within the state, not by n- districts. No, they represent a certain part of the... No, that's, that's fact, House of Representatives. Let me fact check myself. Which I do um, understand. But that's why I'm saying, like, the two U.S. senators that are elected for each state to the Senate. Well, every, I think every state has their own rules of how they uh, select how senators. They, okay. And maybe that's know. my confusion. But, like, North Carolina is one of those where we have two Republican senators, right? Yeah, but they – and I, I'm pretty sure North Carolina is because of gerrymandering. Uh, I'm yeah, almost pretty yeah, confident. Definitely. Well, I because know I believe – I believe the Go way ahead. they cut up the voting uh, districts, it's to to almost always, almost always lean Republican. Like I'm in Southport, and where I have to go to Carolina Beach to vote. <laughs> really? I, mean, I don't yeah, know how I far away it is. For local politics, I have to take a, a ferry across the Cape Fear River. Okay, so the 17th Amendment to the Constitution requires senators to be elected by a direct vote of those she or he will represent. Election winners are decided by the plurality rule, that is, the person who receives the highest number of votes wins. In some states, this may not necessarily be the majority of the votes. Right. I think North Carolina is one of those. Well, no, but that's still saying that it's by the number of votes. It's not by the number of districts that they win. That it's ultimately, like, if, if there's... 15 million people that live in North Carolina or however many and 8 million vote for one guy and 7 million vote for the other. The guy who got 8 million is going to be the Senator. One of the senators. That's a good question. Um, To me, what it points to is that people don't vote straight ticket the way that most people think that they do and that they do ultimately want like some level of checks and balances as they see it so they'll well, vote for a democratic shit, yes, governor because but at the federal level 
they want a a conservative person to be voting in terms of like how the federal government is spending our money and whatnot. Well, fifty percent of the country is non affiliated. Yeah. So that makes complete and total sense. Um, but I I also think that there's some there, I have to look into it. Maybe that may be my homework. But there's there has to be something that. Because we've had Democrats run for U.S. Senate in this state, but yeah. they never win. Right. It's weird. They wholly, 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 wholly never win. And we've Which had Democratic, really, you know, state congresses, right? Like we've so had, unless you're telling me that 90, 95 of the counties in this state are red, and that could be true if you look at the uh, 2020 election. Yeah. That could very well be true. Because you take, but even wave. then, you still end up with a Democratic governor, right? Who is elected again by popular vote within the state. It's not done yeah, because, by district. Oh, that's yeah. You, you, I mean, it's it's that's weird. A good question. That's I mean, that's 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 all I'm asking. Um, on the on the representative side, yes, wholeheartedly, like it is gerrymandering on the at the state level and at the federal level. Like that is how the GOP lately has gotten control, and it's how Democrats had control of North Carolina for a long time. Like not a long time, but when they did, because the people who were in control were the, ultimately the ones who got to draw the maps. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in Florida, in which case you just say, "Hey, Mr. DeSantis, Governor, would you please draw our maps for us? We're too stupid to do it ourselves." Oh man! And he goes, "Ha ha! Sure, I do that, kids. Sure, I'm Mickey Mouse." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, uh, a couple of other things that came to mind about this. <laughs> he said Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so there have been so many calls for two things to happen at the federal level now from people on the left, right? Uh, one is to now finally get around to passing women's rights, right? Women's privacy rights or whatever you want to call it uh, to codify what was Roe v. Wade into law. As I pointed out before, or as we pointed out before, you've had like at least four opportunities to do that in the past and chose not to. Not like you did it and it got turned down or voted down or whatever it is, but it was just like, no, we're not going to do that. We have more important things to worry about. Nobody's ever going to overturn Roe v. Wade. It's a Supreme Court decision. Well, look where we are now. Um, Two... They're calling for an expansion of the Supreme Court of the United States. Put more liberal justices up there while Biden's still in office, and then we can finally beat the conservatives. Okay, you don't have the votes to do that. So how are you going to do that? It's like end the filibuster to pass legislation. You don't have the votes to do that. So how are you? I got in a Twitter argument with somebody about this. and They're like, I don't like the both sides of this. And I'm like, it's not both sides. I'm pointing out a logical flaw in your. Well, I guess we just can't hope for anything. You can hope all you want. But That's the point why is. That's you're for a Democrat. Because <laughs> yeah. you like to hope. <laughs> but the point is. You hoping isn't going to get shit done like you are what you are arguing for what you want to have happen is not feasibly going to happen because you do not have because two of your democratic senators aren't voting democratic and they've already said so here's here's the problem here's actually the hope you know what should happen let the revolution let the the supreme court (laughs) decide with mississippi yeah and let's see how serious people are about literally getting people on the ticket that represent their values and, and their principles. Like, not just because they're outraged. 
Yeah. They should be. Well, yeah. But let it happen. And then let's see what happens. Do we have a Joe Man? Does Joe Manchin get primary? I mean, there's a couple there's a couple Senate seats right now. Yep. It's a long time till November. It is. And you know what? If I was serious about trying to fix this problem, you know what I wouldn't need to worry about is funding for a campaign. I would just put Chris on the ballot. Oh, thank you. And I would do like literally like try is to get Is that cuz I'm a white guy? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, thank you, Joe. But you see my point? Like, because we have this stupid philosophy right now that I I need to raise campaign funds. Yeah. If I get one more email about I need funds to do this. Yep. I have, I have unsubscribed from every single one of them. Yeah. I will never, ever, 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 ever probably donate to any, like, especially the Democrats again, because somehow I end up on this endless chain of emails. Yeah. Like, I just won't. I just like, how ah, you guys figure it out? You don't need money to, like, you should be on the ballot. Bah. I, I don't need to do all that. So if the Supreme Court does vote and support Mississippi's decision, let's see what happens. Like, seriously. I, like, I, I hear what you're saying. I'm, I do. I'm going, for the, I'm going for the nuclear option. I just, I, I guess my concern... Where my head goes with that is how many people get hurt in the process, right? And and maybe yes, there's nothing that can be I, done about it. And I'm right? an like, asshole I'm, because I no, have Cuban I'm not friends saying you're and an I've, asshole. I've always told them I don't understand the whole Castro thing. Because I ha I find it very hard to believe that Americans wouldn't like some people it's kinda like Ukraine. People are dying in Ukraine trying to protect their country. Mm -hmm. Right? I am a firm believer in like when things get if things were to get so bad in this country that there'd be people that were willing to die to keep this dream somewhat alive. <laughs> I only laugh because I think the problem is they're on the wrong side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're probably not wrong. I mean <laughs> I mean all the assholes with guns tend to be <laughs> voting the other way. But, but who do you think gets I mean think about like uh think about Ru Russia's chessboard, right? There are probably a lot of uh populist people in Russia that are getting sacrificed like literal pawns just because and there, there have been rumblings that there's been some dissent in the in their, you know, in Russia. Oh yeah, that's so why I, Putin I'm keeps thinking eventually swapping out his secret service like every three weeks. Yeah, so I'm thinking that I, I don't I don't disagree that the MAGA movement is like uh, they're capitalizing and they're manipulating people, yeah. but the minute that the they stop getting deceived, that's that's a a boomerang supposed to come back to you. When that one comes back to you, you're going to be hurting. I, I, I hear that too. I just, I, I'm again, like my concern is what if they don't stop being deceived? What if these people just want to believe the lie and are Cause so far that seems to be the case that they are so wrapped up in what the end goal is that they will justify the means all day long. Well, somebody tell me what the end goal is, because I still don't know what it is. Well, it's right? to get the things that they want in place, to, to get rid want? of abortions, to make sure that Dems don't come take your guns, to, like, these are the things that seem to be at the top of their list, and, you know, they don't what want... What saying is, like, what's the point of that? Like, where, what is their end goal? What is, what is their envision... What are they envisioning for the future of America? 
that yeah, white people stay in control. In control of what? what? Wait, in control of the country. In control. So, so here's what, here's the thing that but that they're whole worried white, that that's that, not going to that be dream, that case. That dream is so it's so like so short sighted. It is right. I mean, I'm the not saying it's the right dream. Just to be clear, like I'm there, cool with yeah, white people not being in control. I'm saying the reason why that is so short sighted is because as every minute that goes on, our country, every country on this planet, moves away from manual labor. The race that we're fighting has nothing to do with who builds a better car. It's technology. Okay. Like all our markets are going to be so like the the old America of building Fords and Chevys and, and right. Dodges is gone. And people that are holding onto that dream, they're 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 the ones that are killing our country. I don't disagree. The ones, the ones that think that that is coming back are idiots. Um, yeah, you're not bringing because, manufacturing full time back to the United States. Like you'll have small companies here and yeah. there, but I, I love it. Like I say, I love it. I hear this commercial on the radio down here all the time for steel, uh, you know, lawn and like they make chainsaws and all that stuff. S T I H L, I think. Yeah. yeah, they make really shitty chainsaws that are not reliable at a fire scene. So they talk I'm about sure. how I throw that out there. Yeah, no, you're good. I appreciate the feedback. I won't buy one. <laughs> but they have this commercial where they talk about, you know, why aren't our products sold in Lowe's and Home Depot? Well, ask the, you know, X number of people that we have working in our factories in Virginia. And then it's like talking about how it's made in America. And then at the end, it has a little caveat that's like steel products are made or manufactured or assembled in America from foreign but, parts yeah. and stuff like that. So basically they outsource steel, all of yeah. yeah all of the foreign steel and everything. They bring it here and then they have a couple of people put it all together. And that's supposed to be American made. they put the big patriotic sticker on it. And they and they they get government incentives to be able to sell it for you know for to fire departments for a really good price. Yeah, and uh, those departments get those products and we try to use them on a fire scene and they f***ing rip. Yeah, you ever had a chainsaw just fall apart on you when you're trying to cut a wall down? Yeah, <laughs> I looked no, at this. I'm like, what? Is, give me a Milwaukee. Give me, give me something. I don't care where it's made. Give me something that works, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I need something that gets the job done. This is one of my favorite things that I learned most recently. I see the Toyota Tundras driving around all the times that have the, the American flag in the Tundra, right? And I was like, what is this? It's a Japanese company. They got an American same flag all over it. that was manufactured in... The Tundra is the, the States, most yeah. American-made truck in this country. More than Ford F-150s. More than the Chevy whatever piece of shit they make. Silverado. 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 More than GMC. More than Dodge. When it comes to the Sierra. raw sourcing of materials, the assembly of right. it, and all of that stuff, the Tundra is the number one American, ma most American-made truck. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> I can't help but put that evil on you, Ricky Bobby. Like... That, this that is, is what, arguably the I most mean, how fucking sad is that? That we've gotten to a point where our American car manufacturers don't buy American-made shit. And we wonder why this country is falling apart. When that's all people... Well, we got to bring manufacturing back. The, countries that are, the companies that are based in this country don't want to manufacture here. So, let me... Let me, let me why help is me that to that? So, why? my... Um, my grandfather. So you got shitty he work helpers. My <laughs> grandfather's got a couple degrees in engineering and all that. So he's a very intelligent guy on paper. Horrible conversationalist. But when he's drunk, he tells you a lot about his history. Yeah. 
he he helped design some of the like the the backbone parts of what makes carrier like you know carrier air um air air products air conditions what makes them work like he designed the intakes and the heat the cooling system and all that real quick aside so, andre is your air conditioner a carrier no okay joe room. continue <laughs> I, was gonna, I was like, really? That's the guy I need to come in and beat up? You know, he was he was an engineer and he was, you know, paid to design to basically how they would work is they would import other countries' products, take take it apart, figure out how it worked, and make a better version of that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's not illegal, it's shady as shit, but yeah. you know, it's, it's not called reverse engineering. Everybody does it. Yeah, yeah, but he um. After I think in the seventies, after working there for nineteen years, they brought out of nowhere brought over a handful of Japanese guys, mm-hmm. and they said they're like Ed, teach them how you do your stuff. Yep. And he's like, what? He's like, teach them how you do your job, all of it from start to finish. And he's like, they got, you got two weeks, and then two weeks afterwards, well, not even two weeks, <laughs> half the damn crew is quit. Two week, two week notice. <laughs> half the crew quit because they knew what was coming, and they um. And he was a lead engineer, so he didn't. He knew he wasn't going to be fired or anything. But after two weeks, we're like, okay, let you know ahead of time. We're moving our entire facility to Japan because it's cheaper to manufacture carrier products there and import them, export them back to the United States. Yep. And they gave him the option to move to Japan, and he was like, I already moved from one country once. I'm not doing it twice. Yeah. So that's if that's why we see it's not something that's new. Those com- companies have been gone. Yeah. A lot of people nowadays are just now realizing it. They're but just they, now seeing those stickers saying "Assembly United States," but from China. Yeah. But can you I know? just give you like just one like Andreism? Who cares? Andreism. No, right? I I agree. If, I mean, ultimately, if, if who the, gives a shit if, where the stuff if is the made? Evolution, right? Yeah, if the evolution of industry means that you let go of like you let go of past technology and you move to something new. I'd rather be at the forefront as opposed to holding on to a, a stale dream. And that's the part where, you know, if we were smart as a country, if we were smart as states, cities, counties, we would be thinking like, hey, what's the next wave, yeah. right? Why, why aren't we looking at yeah. trying to... What's get, our next focus? What's our yeah. national, like, next national focus? In business, if you're like thinking about how great you were last year, You've already you're lost. screwed. Your P&L was good for last year. It's not good for this year. And that's the part where it's like, look, yeah, I get it. The idea and the hope and dream of expanding the court is stupid on so many levels. Yes. <laughs> not only do you not have the votes now, but the moment that you do that, you have now, I mean, like, you've now given the GOP the opportunity, should they ever win back control of the Senate, to do the exact same thing and say, well, we're adding 10 more more justices now. Right? The, yeah, the argument, the argument with the Supreme Court is this for me. Your law is filled with flaws. That's why it makes it pass. That's why it makes it up the circuit to get to the Supreme Court. So, write better laws. That, well, that is the... I I hear what you're saying, but then now you've gotten to a point where you have a law that is filled with flaws that is supposedly going to be passed by a Supreme Court because you let a clown in a monkey suit uh, put three justices up there. 
from a clown. But they're yeah, I know. Sorry. Your opponent, your opponent is only human. That's it. Okay. That that's my that's the problem I have. It's like okay, I agree with that. At the end of the day, they're all people, right? Yeah, this is the, the not supreme... some magic group of people that know better than all the rest of us, right? They're supposed to be, you know, well versed in constitution and law and all of those things, so that they can. Actually, they are the only requirement e- is law. Okay, but <laughs> but the constitution is often part of that, right? I mean, like you have to have sure. some basic foundation of the constitution in order to right. understand the laws of this country. Um, and in a, in a lot of cases, the Supreme Court decides constitutionality more than well, anything. The reason I said that is because I believe the last. Three judge justices aside from Judge Jackson mm-hmm. are not constitutional attorneys. No, you're absolutely right. They're basically they're they're some of them are hardly attorneys at all. Right. Well, one, mm. well Laura, I know I, don't I know want, that you don't, don't want to argue it, about the, the, the qualifications, qualifications. Of, and I get that. I think the other thing that I would like to just come to to bring up because I thought this was kind of an interesting thing. You had. The three, the last three justices that were nominated and elected to the Supreme Court, is it elected? Uh, nominate. Oh, nominated. You get nominated, Appointed? but then you get elected, right? No, you don't get elected because you get confirmed, confirmed to the Supreme yeah. Court. Besides Judge Jackson, uh, Judge Brown. Judge Brown Jackson. Sorry. All three of them <laughs> sat there under oath and testified. When asked that that Roe v. Wade was essentially settled law, and there was no reason for that to be overturned, and now that is, they are that is that is inaccurate. Okay. If you listen to the questions, if you listen to the responses, so they gave him a loophole. Yes. Okay. If you listen to the responses, they did not confirm one way or the other where they would land on that question if presented to the court. Okay. Well, then I and everybody. Saying- my point. And everybody that reports on that is stupid. CNN, MSNBC, NBC, CBS. Who has two thumbs and feels stupid right now? <laughs> None of their answers. And I, I'm not an attorney, but I can tell you, like right now, like you know, game recognized game. But you play one. They on did not get. They did not give a de- definitive answer on how they would decide if that was presented in the court not one of them is part of the problem that we have too many lawyers running this country that could be part of it <laughs> just like we have too many um upper class people in, in journalism. journalism i just yeah because it's like at the end of the day if you if you are asking a bunch of people who understand how to skirt the law to make laws then you're screwed they're making laws that can then be skirted in the way that they want well, I mean, there's... So now we need to make super lawyers to combat the lawyers. <laughs> what could go wrong? Here, they here's become my... self-aware. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Shall we play a game? Oh... Which side do you want? I'm on a mission. What mission? Peace in our time. 
Yeah, if they become <laughs> self-aware, they would actually probably all like just resign. The only my, way my to problem, defend this country is to destroy the country. Yeah, my my problem with the Ultron robots Death Star is <laughs> is that the, to expand the court is to make the court that much more ineffective. The yes. only way to beat the Supreme Court is to write good laws. Yes. The only way to write good laws is to get involved with who's actually presenting laws to get passed in your state. Right. The only way to get people... And again, I go down this rabbit no, hole. No, no, no. This is a great... The only way to get people that are going to present laws in your state that, are like, that represent the people is to stop with the partisan BS. It doesn't make sense that most places in this country, especially in metro areas... Are more than fifty percent nonpartisan. In the middle of the the middle of the road, unfortunately, for some people, is socially moderate and fiscally conservative. It's a very rare thing to find in this country where it's the other way around. Fiscally the social issues that socially conservative. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's very it's very rare. Yeah, not even New York is like. That progressively. I don't care finances. how much money we have to spend. Get rid of the gays. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not even California. In California, is in and of itself has the economy of a country. <sighs> so my point California. being is that we we continue to. I almost want the Supreme Court to rule in favor of Mississippi. To see what really happens, right? Let's go to the nuclear option. What happens if they do? That's a that is a real question to ask this country. I mean, yeah. And what if they do? You're already seeing a response, right? Based on the potential of them ruling this way from a, from a lot of people. Um, you know, you know how I feel about bluffers. I'm talking to you, John Oliver. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I told you. I told you he wasn't going to do anything, right? No, I, you. I mean, so far you are right. Like, you, if you're going, if you're going to have all the cookies, and I'm and I'm not trying. Like, I don't know John Oliver. I'm just saying, like, no. But I like your play on words there because he literally has the cookies. <laughs> literally, <laughs> he has all the cookies, but he does nothing with it. So, the the question I would ask is. It's it's not not a question. It's like say I won't, right? It's something I would say to say I won't. If but I told you I'm gonna slap, if I told you I'm gonna slap you in the face if you said X again, what do you think is gonna happen if you say X again? I'm gonna slap you in the face. No, I'm you're not bluffing. gonna bluff, right? B yeah, bluff. Yeah, think I'm bluffing. Say I won't, and that's what this country we need. Maybe this country needs a say I won't moment. We had it with with Donald Trump. And we keep playing with that fire yeah. consistently. Consistently. We have it with... This is like... There have been some uh, historians and some pundits who know more about like uh, political history than I do that have said that our democracy is on its last legs. The threads of our democracy are falling apart. Right. I'm starting to believe they're not wrong. Mm -hmm. We play with... A authoritarianism we we play with like uh this populist idea yep. populism is has surged in the last 12 years everywhere um, by the way not just and i should say just everywhere here. but across the globe it's become more and more popular 
yeah, France just had a nail-biting uh, election, yeah. right? Macron And won, now think- he's on the hot seat. Because I'm sure you read that the like the left wing group, because he's very centrist, like center right. kind of moderate, that the left wing parties have all now signed a pact where they're basically like, we're going to take on Macron. We're tired of him playing to both sides. Well, the the reality is you can't have an extreme in in, in leadership. What you're going to vacillate when, back and forth like we've been yeah. doing here in the United States, and vacillate, what does it get you? That's a good word. I know. I, my well, my expansive vocabulary got me in trouble on Twitter recently. Yeah, somebody called him soft on Twitter. Yeah, because I know uh, big whoever, words. Yeah, yeah. freaking idiot. So basically, the worst fisting still needs lube? Yeah, you got to vacillate that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all got to stop doing that gay shit. Fisting <laughs> hey, isn't gay. You can fist a woman. <laughs> you can fist yourself. Yeah. That's just anyway, masturbation. So my po- my point being is um, <laughs> <This> exploration, sir. <laughs> my my point being is like I I think that this country I think we're we're playing with the we're playing with the wrong um, we're not we're not we're not decisive enough to decide what we're trying to do, and we're letting yeah. the fringe on both sides dictate the party. Um, because if, there isn't a party for the rest of us, I think is part of it, right? Like the Democrats. So Biden's going to raise fifty thousand dollars worth of. Uh, no, he's not. He said he's not going to do that. He's well, already good. said he's not going to do that. But I'm, that's what I'm saying is that there isn't there isn't a middle of the road, and not like a we cater to all sides, but there isn't somebody representing the independents. You right. have to choose ultimately, and that's what they want you to believe is that you have to choose and this is not like a go vote for jill stein go vote for gary johnson like those people are no better than the rest of these my point is is that there is no real representative of the majority of this country in our political system and i think it's exactly what you're saying is that we have allowed the extremes to dictate what it is that is and isn't allowed in our country one way or the other and what that's done is it's left most of us feeling completely unrepresented, completely out of the loop, and to some degree, like, what's what's the point, right? What's the point of me participating in this if ultimately the people I vote for aren't going to do the things that either they say they're going to do or that I want them to do? Well, again, we, we got to, I mean, we have to step back and make better decisions. And that's, I that's the problem. And I think we have we, to get more involved. Right. It's it's not I about I don't know how much more involved we can be in because here's here's my problem for office. That. Sure. OK. You're right. As an independent in office. That's fair. The mayor of Apex is an independent. Um, he actually I actually I saw him in the grocery store. And we we're talking. And that's one of the things that he said was very important to him. He did not want to be affiliated with a party. That's great. Um, Why? Why would you want to be at this point? You're hamstringing yourself. Other than the, the financial implications, right? The financial implications are, are ins- insanely stupid. Yes. There are two things that I think that would fix our political... Actually, yeah, two. They may, they may unsurface other problems. I think there should be term limits, number yep. one. And I think that uh, campaign, campaign finance is... It's way out of control. I think it's a... It's how you buy politicians now. Yes. The fact that it takes a little bit over a million dollars to become a, a U.S. senator. 
I think it takes way more insane. than that to be a U.S. senator. Possibly. It probably costs you a million dollars to be a mayor of a semi-decent-sized city. And that's Do you ridiculous. have any idea how much those yard signs cost? They're like 20 bucks a piece. <laughs> I'm serious. I looked at that because I wanted okay. to put up a bunch of Chris and Andre show yard signs alongside <laughs> all of the political ones that are up here in Wilmington now. <laughs> and good, I was like, good, holy shit, I can't afford that. <laughs> We should we should like figure that out. I'll just, I mean, I've seen you, you, this is how it's it's insane. I saw a Bo Hines uh, sign in red, and I saw one in blue. Yeah. Talk about manipulate. I don't have a solution to the to the system. I do believe there are things that we can do. Like we control these. Stop. Like, if the candidate that you're you believe is the right answer answers all your questions you should question that yes right yeah if he or she like connects all your quote-unquote fears you should question that aka talking points right i mean that's what that's what it boils down (laughs) to like your fears are their talking points yeah what are you afraid of oh i have the answer for that this is how we're going to fix that Yeah, yeah and to quote homeboy from the original blade runner if you're afraid, you're a slave. That's that's a good saying, but fear is actually a pretty good human emotion to have. Um, I mean, it's all you ever think about. Yeah, it, it not can about, be. Not if right? I can walk like, into an airport and you roll your eyes at me. The problem that you run into <laughs> with fear is that it is not. It is now being manipulated to get you to do the things that they want you to do. And this is not like some massive conspiracy. I think we all recognize this on a daily basis. That Yeah, they make jokes about it. Yeah. I mean, it, shit, you look at 9-11, right? Like, I, I always kind of come back to this because I feel like to some degree it was a bit of an inflection point in this country. Not, like, for a lot of different reasons. But in one way, it, we all became afraid of the same thing, right? Being on an airplane that was taken over by hijackers. And maybe not all of us because not everybody flies. But a lot of us sat there and said, like, shit, I don't want to be on that airplane. Like, I don't want my loved one to be on that airplane. I don't want to be in the building that that airplane eventually crashes into. So I'm willing to allow the government to read through all my emails and to spy on me and to my neighbors and all that stuff. If it means that that's going to protect me or somebody that I love from having that happen to them. I'm willing to take off my shoes, travel with no liquids or a very limited amount of liquids through the airport, you know, pat down screenings, extremely invasive, you know, like machines and all this stuff, but dr- bomb and drug sniffing dogs everywhere. Just so that I feel safe bomb. getting on and yeah, drug sniffing bombs on an airport or on, on an airplane. Like those are the things that we gave up when that all happened. I mean, we went, one- we allowed our country to go to war in a country that wasn't even the source of the people that did that to us immediately afterwards, because it was like, well, shit, maybe that's going to make us safer. Maybe I won't have to be afraid anymore. So. History tells us that's not the first time it happened. No, and it won't be the last either. If you go back to, um, why do you think everybody's so afraid of Russia and all the shit that's going on right now? Right? When you talk about World War II, like that's what it is. It's it's this fear machine that it's like, oh God, if Russia takes Ukraine, Germany's next, and then it's going to be France. You know what, man? I'm sorry. I I, God, I want to say this. I can't. Sure, sure, sure. I can't because the way I the way I want to say it 
It is the right know, and then we'll delete it from the show. <laughs> Says the guy who doesn't edit the episodes. <laughs> I, I, Freedom of speech. I really do believe that there. This is not conspiracy stuff. We, as a every country in the West, did a, a complete about face when it came to Ukraine. Yes. And you see, there are still countries that are digging their hills in. And if we really, 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 really wanted to end this whole Ukraine conversation, guess what we could do? We could do it. Ukraine? Do you think that <laughs> Russia... Do you think Russia... You still want it, Russia? ...wants smoke <laughs> with NATO? No. Obviously. That's... Look how poorly things have gone for them against the Ukrainians. Right? I kind of, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying I'm like, uh, I mean, who's, why is Putin chumping everybody down with nuclear armaments? Like, he's not going to pop anything off, man. He, he has, there's no upside for him doing that. No, absolutely and, not. But if he does, if he does, we live in the timeline which he will do that. Please let me watch my Marvel movies first. What is the upside? Oh, Joe. Of nuking? There's, no, there's none. I mean, there's no. He doesn't win by nuking Ukraine right? or anything or the anything. Minute? You launch nukes, we launch nukes back. You, yeah, we're all done, and then it's Mad Max, and we all drive some pretty dope ass cars. No, but think about it. the ups. Like he, he doesn't get the states, right? Right. He's gonna have to go like European, like maybe he gets a last. Sure, and by Sarah Palin. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> I can We're see okay Russia from my house here. What's oh that? God, what's that? <laughs> so there is literally no upside for, for Putin with nukes in Europe because he doesn't get the states. He's going to hit, what, France, Germany, possibly? Like, low-key, he doesn't have the, the, the troop support to mount multiple ground assaults. If NATO really wanted to end this whole Ukraine thing, yeah, what's he gonna do? That's what. I, that's why I'm not president. Cause I'm like, yo, yo, test my gangster. Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, you said it three weeks ago, where it's like Obama drew a line in the sand and said, "Don't you dare go to Crimea," and he went to Crimea and he was like, "Shit, I yep. can't do anything yeah. about so, that." I do, I still kind of feel like um, I don't think Russia's a threat. I don't think China's a threat. No, but they're a really good boogeyman. That's what it sure. boils down to, right? Like because we have we grew up not with the fear of Russia, but with our parents having understood the fear of Russia, right? Or our grandparents. And so we heard the stories. We've read all about it in the history books about, you know, the Cold War and Reagan and the Death Star. And... I, I lived through the Cold War. <laughs> all right. Well, some of us are older than the rest of us. Like, I was born but... in 84, so it was like right kind of towards yeah. the end of the Cold War. Um, but my point is, is that, like, it's something that is is a... It's a fear that is easy to conjure up in people, right? To go back to having to do these nuclear weapons drills where we're hiding under desks like that's going to do anything. <laughs> Maybe now we can update it to locking ourselves in refrigerators, Indiana Jones style. <laughs> well, we'll suffocate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
And I'm not trying to. I'm not. I'm not saying Putin's a punk. I'm just saying like he's bluffing, yo. Like there's no upside. Yeah, I mean, at some point we are going to have to call his bluff. Like that's that's yeah. the only end game because. You know, we've tried all of the financial sanctions, right? Like, they've basically shut off Russia from as much as they can. You have Except Europe, for his girlfriend. Well, yeah, but you have Europe that's sitting there buying Russian oil through third parties. They Making won't, they can't he, even get away from Russian oil. They just go to other countries to buy it so that it doesn't look as bad on the books. That's, that's how I'll tell you that Western countries have never been broke. They never had <laughs> sugar water. They never had the lights cut off. I mean, sometimes you suck it up and you just like you work through it. Like the whole oil thing, it pisses me off. It's but like, nobody's willing real. to do that, right? Like nobody. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, n- n- and not nobody, but there aren't enough people who are sitting there going, no, like we're willing to sacrifice all of that, right? We'll go back to working in factories. We'll go back to doing whatever it takes in order to make our country strong enough that they can take on and destroy whatever it is that this threat is from Putin, if that's what it ultimately takes. Just saying. Most Western countries have never been broke. It's a populace that's never been broke. I'm not saying... I, I don't think that there's an upside for Putin for doing nuclear. And I know, he knows that. Yes. Like, that's why he keeps throwing it out there repeatedly. And yet, has he fired a single nuclear weapon yet? No. His His first... Target's going to be Europe. The UN is sending in convoys to Maripol to evacuate citizens, but they won't actually defend Ukraine. What does that tell you? Yeah. There's a limit to our involvedness, right? And I'm not, look, man, if Ukraine is handling their, their business. I mean, I'm just saying, like, Northern Africa's had a few things go bad. We, like, as a, as a globe, we watched that go south. Um, Why do we care, we, right? Those we people watched don't Central look America like go south. We watched South America go south. We got. Oh, my uh, God. Central Amer- South America has consistently gone south. Wait, where was about? South America supposed to go north? <laughs> <laughs> my point being is, like, <sighs> I, at, at some point for Western countries, like we are no different than the the countries and there's typically two of them that we throw stones at yeah the ones who literally stone other people and we get super pissed when those countries like give funds to i don't know venezuela we get super pissed when those countries give funds to i don't know libya but we want i mean i don't know it's the i think it was the prime minister of poland i don't remember um he said, they're regular Europeans. <laughs> what do you talk about the Ukrainians? They're just like us. That's all I needed to hear, yo. Like, we watch these things, and, and the UN, I, I think it's a joke. Yeah, it is. Um, I think um, NATO is becoming more and more of a joke. Um, yeah, so Ukraine, keep doing your thing. Uh, hopefully you guys, like, I saw this story today that, and I, I don't have an opinion about, I don't have a negative thing to say about people from Ukraine, and I'm not trying to be a detractor uh, for these people defending their country, but I saw a lady today that, 23-year-old nurse that had both her legs blown off, and she's missing like four fingers, her and her husband, like she got married like after surgery, and I'm thinking like, yo, these people have a will to live. 
And, and I think that's beautiful. I just don't think the rest of the world stage is like really, they don't really rock with you. So <laughs> like at some point, you know, they're going to, they're going to get their money out of you. They're going to squeeze that until it's dry. But, um, but they'll yeah. gladly so that, put a freaking you flag Ukrainian flag sticker on their car or fly the Ukrainian flag at their house. Because that's it's, it's what's trending. It's what's trending now, dude. That's all we this can do. This is Harambe. Now it's Ukraine. Yep. <laughs> it's like with the Paris attacks. I, I can go like Sandy Hook. Yep. I can go list down the list of things where it's like, yeah, we have a short term memory. Um, and I'm, like, gonna, like, I'm gonna wrap. Yeah, go ahead. I'm gonna wrap my point up with this. If the Supreme Court supports Mississippi's law, this is America's say I won't moment. And I, and I I think there's a lot of time between now and November. Yeah, don't don't if they don't if they don't decide something that's amicable to the people of Mississippi and they don't disrupt the lives of the rest of the country, that would be grand. But if they do, what happens next? Like, that's the question I would have. Like, yeah, this this majority that the, the conservative uh, justices have in the Supreme Court is probably not going to change and it probably shouldn't change. You're focusing on the wrong things. Like, start stacking up people that can get and write laws that protect you, your families, and others around you at this local and state level. Stop waiting until stuff gets to the Supreme Court. Roe versus Wade—it was—it's been a band-aid for fifty years. It's getting—it might get pulled off. What do you—what are you gonna do next? Yeah. Like I have no problem with asking that simple question. If it does, what happens next? You're gonna—you're gonna keep marching? So I'm just fucking stop. I don't want your thoughts and prayers. I don't want to see another fucking march. Why doesn't this country do something about the things that we say we hold true? Your thoughts and prayers are getting kids killed. Your thoughts and prayers are like, or we watch people die. Your thoughts and prayers don't bring people back to their families. Your thoughts and prayers don't get people off drugs. Your thoughts and prayers don't keep people from getting killed at our borders where there are some U.S. border agents that are, you know, raping and killing people. Your thoughts and prayers are useless to me. Like, what are you going to do next? Your thoughts and prayers aren't going to keep girls and, and women from going to the back alleys and getting abortions. Your thoughts and prayers have nothing to do with that. If anything, they should be giving you wisdom to do the, the next right thing. If you're talking about thoughts and true prayers, you should be praying for wisdom. And wisdom should say, what do I do with what's presented to me? Yeah, it's a good place to start and then move on to the actual solution. But if you just stick on thoughts and prayers and that's self-serving, you're not really doing it to help anybody, are you? Yeah. Try to make yourself feel better. Yep. <clears throat> I'm sending you thoughts and prayers. Your thoughts and prayers do not help people that are, you know, we're, we don't, we yet as a country decided to address the, the former of the group that will suffer the most from the Supreme Court justices. I got you moment. Yeah. We will, we're, and I'm just, it's, it's, I'm not qualified to speak for women. I have a daughter. <laughs> I, my daughter has friends and they're girls, but I would say, like, I would challenge people to, like, do something different. What? Let's figure out what's the next step. The next step should be how do we get people that are going to represent the views and values of this country and not 
trying to beg people that do not give a flying fuck about what you say. That's a pussy move and stop doing it. Like, you got to stop acting like mansion cares. You got to stop acting like cinema cares. You got to stop acting like... Literally any uh, of them. Chuck Schumer doesn't give a shit. Nancy Pelosi doesn't doesn't care. care. Pelosi doesn't care. AOC doesn't care. Like, ultimately, Joe Biden doesn't care. I'm not saying he's a bad dude, but I'm just saying he doesn't care. Like, he doesn't. They don't. They don't care about you. Yeah. They only care about themselves, so stop acting like that's magically going to change someday. Yeah, AOC, maybe she's tapped out, right? Maybe she's written that she's written that tie to where, and I don't know AOC. I'm just saying, like, yo, you start. I feel like the, Chanel. like when she went to the Met Gala with the tax the rich dress, that was kind of the like, the peak for her. You know, like that was that was kind of the signal, like. I mean, she might as well have been wearing the Melania jacket that says, I don't care, do you? Yep. I mean, you you start rocking Chanel and some other like nice... I mean, I, but that's... It's not a monetary thing. No, it's the not, question, but it's it's the, a, the it's challenge a character. I have it's is, a ca- question of character Yep. at the end of the day. Are, are you when really doing Gala, what you said you were going to do? Why don't we have laws lined up with people ready to sign them? Why don't we go piece by piece? Why haven't the Democrats done anything? In the last Why are there, two years. Uh, I, I mean, maybe that's harsh, but I just mean... That goes back to my first point. Why aren't the laws lined up? Yeah, exactly. They should have had that stuff in the wings waiting so that when... Boom. All right. And we got all 50 senators that are on our, that we need are ready to sign off on this. You make that public. You make that public right along with the leak from the uh, Supreme Court. Yep. We had this law ready to go, and that's what you should be tweeting about. That, if you're going to be tweeting, yeah. that's what you should be tweeting. But about. instead, Tweet they're going to do a a farcical, uh, like, you know, show where they're going to parade some piece of legislation in front of of the Senate so that they can get Republicans on record voting against it, as though and that's so, ever impacted the people I'm, that I'm ultimately say, vote for them one yeah. way or the other. Just because you yeah. vote like a douche doesn't mean that. It- changes anything yeah so we're like why'd you guys miss the mark on the john lewis voting act why'd yes. you guys miss the? I mean, there's a lot of things you missed the, the mark on why is the george floyd bill still dead in limbo yeah and why is why is tim scott still uh <laughs> so close to having very little to edit this episode That's i mean okay. and speaking of i'm gonna wrap it up here because like yeah. i saw this article where uh people his con his constituents in South Carolina wanted to meet with him about uh, the confirmation of Judge Brown. He said, paraphrasing, I'm too busy to meet with y'all, but I'll send some of my assistants to meet with you. And their response was, we didn't vote for your assistance. My question to anybody that is out there frustrated with our political system is, Stop putting these idiots in office. Yeah. Scour your community. Scour them. Scour them. Scour them for leaders, men and women of character that can do the things and represent you and your neighborhoods, your homes, your communities, your states the way they should be. Well said. That's all I got. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is the big rant from the Chris and Andre show. Obviously, we had a lot of opinions on a lot of different things kind of centered around the SCOTUS leak and, uh, 
you know, the impending overturning of Roe v. Wade, but dabbled a little bit. And why did Politico leak that and nobody else did? Yeah, that's fair. Uh, Also dabbling into a whole bunch of things, but ultimately, at the end of the day, these are our opinions. This is what we're thinking. We appreciate you tuning in. Uh, We'll be back next week with a whole new set of crazy opinions and a whole set of other options. Options? I don't even know what I'm saying now. Uh, On a whole other set of topics. Um, but remember that you can always catch us at chrisandandreshow.com. Uh, you can email us your thoughts at comments at chrisandandreshow.com. If you want to email me directly, you can hit me up at chris at chrisandandreshow.com or... You can always hit me up at Andre at chrisandandreshow.com. You might still see us on Twitter for a little, little while longer. I keep kind <laughs> of like a little while longer. Uh, I keep dabbling in there every once in a while, dipping a toe, as I like to say. Um, But I'm kind of getting tired of it. We're also on Mastodon, so if you're looking for a social network that isn't owned by a billionaire, uh, you can feel free to head over to the decentralized one over there. Uh, Instagram, Facebook, Chris and Andre, or Chris and Andre's show. If you search either one of those, you'll probably find us. Always uh, thank you to Moon Knight Joe this week for joining us. Uh, really special occasion, man. Special <laughs> occasion, special name. I appreciate it. All, AKA Fireside Joe. You can catch him on uh, TikTok at Fireside TikTok, Joe, yeah. correct? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, guys, Which anything? I'm happily banned for, for a day. Happily banned for a day. Look at that. Yeah, you got to you gotta I mean, go subscribe to him to find out my why. My contact was, was too edgy. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? Too much clown porn, I'm sure. Maybe not enough clown porn. Who knows what TikToks that, after that these days? That is the problem. It's not enough, not enough comedy, not enough love. <laughs> but as always, we really appreciate you tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe, and comment on the videos that you like the most. Uh, as, uh, as always, I'll say it twice. I'm Chris. And I'm Andre. And we'll see you we'll next time. You. Gosh, you got to stop doing that. Well, we'll I will talk to you next time. sometime. Maybe. <laughs> okay, <let me> bye. <laughs> Hey guys, it's Chris from the Chris and Andre show here. Just wanted to say thanks for checking out our show. We hope you enjoyed it. If you would, subscribe, like, make sure to hit the notification bell so you get alerts when we post new videos, and leave a comment with your favorite part of the most recent episode that you watched. We'll see you on the next one.